everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode 32. And it's so funny. Whenever I start my podcast, I feel completely unprepared. Like there's something that I've forgotten to do. And I think we're good to go. But uh, I just have that feeling. You know, when you leave the house, you're like, I know I forgot something. And 99% of the time you have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So episode 32, it is the last episode in November, meaning that if you hadn't noticed, I have my tree out. I've already been filming a bit for December, so that's why this is here. But uh, there's nothing wrong with having your tree out a little early. I personally believe that the longer that you have your Christmas tree out, the longer you can enjoy Christmas. And I don't really have an issue with people that want to whip out their Christmas decorations early. Some people get super offended. Um, also, like the day after Halloween, November 1st, is when all the Christmas decorations start popping into the stores. And it's pretty much unavoidable. But I am a Christmas person. I have always loved Christmas, always will. So that kind of thing doesn't bother me. Uh, I do, however, have to still decorate the tree. I've got some different little lights I have for it. And I used to have, and I don't know where the hell they went. I moved since having these ornaments, but they were like little woodland animals, but they were made with like feathers and wool and sticks and stuff. And they were so cute. But I feel like I'd love to get like a little, a little cocktail set. And what I mean is like a set of Christmas ornaments that are all like little cocktails in like a leaded glass. So, or what is it called? Mercury glass or leaded glass? Um, old Christmas decorations, you know, like the really vintage ones from the 50s. You know, the classic, what shape that is. I don't know, but the teardrop ones. And they were all kind of glass, but shiny. So they had this like coating on the inside and um, very classic. I bought a ton of them when I was in Banff. I went crazy at the Christmas store in Banff. I, if you didn't know, if you've never been to Banff, Banff has, it's called the Spirit of Christmas and they have it all year round. It's open. So you can go in there and get a little, a little taste of Christmas once in a while. But I went insane because they have such a variety of these classic Christmas ornaments and my tree theme this year is going to be um, kind of like 1950s retro. And I'm super excited. And when I'm excited, I like to shake my <laughs> back and forth, apparently. Oh, my God. I have something in my left eye. And it's definitely a fiber or a piece of glitter. I had an eye injury, very minor, but I had kind of like a spot in my eye where Obviously, I got something in it and then it has, you know, blood vessels make it look 10 times worse. But I think it was glitter. It's going to bug me the whole podcast. But I'll tell you what, nothing feels better than when you find <laughs> like a fiber that's in your eye and you pull it and you can just feel it come right out. And it's like, yes. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to sneeze, I think. I don't know why. <laughs> it's glitter in my nose and my eye. Yeah, so this will be decorated. I don't know with what yet, though. Also, <laughs> I almost forgot to mention that I have a guest on my podcast today. Um, it is my very first guest, and I want to introduce it to you now. It's my massive pimple. I've named him Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy, don't get along very well. We don't get along would prefer you'd leave, but you know what? Today, he's my guest. <laughs> and he's yours too. Uh, sometimes, you guys, it just happens. It pops up. And what can you do? I'm just at the mercy of my body's chemistry and whatever the hell it feels like doing. So you're welcome. <laughs> you may not have even noticed if I hadn't said anything, but I have a feeling that you probably can. And now you won't be able to stop looking at it. So uh, self-sabotage. Let me light my Zippo candle here. And I do want to do some Christmassy decor around here. I'm not sure exactly what my plan is as of yet because I always have to switch up my <laughs> my set from this to when I do my bikini try-ons to back to this to, you know what I mean? So I don't want to do anything too complex that I have to switch up too, too far in advance, if you know what I mean. Sometimes I just film off the cuff. I just wake up one day and I go, today's the day and I get ready. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. All right. So I will start off this podcast as I normally do with concoctails. And I am just whipping something up today and I'm calling it a nottini. <laughs> Get it? Like a naughty martini. Anyway, I just have some blue Gatorade mix. So I mixed some blue Gatorade in a glass. I've got some raspberry vodka and I've got some maraschino cherries. And I'm just basically going to make a Gatorade vodka drink. And that's what today's drink is. <laughs> okay, because I have I've been planning cocktails for the entire month of December. I kind of like have made a list of all the things that I need, but I haven't gotten really anything for like to mix drinks with. So I didn't even have like a can of Fresca. And I don't know what it is, but this is like a totally different tangent. Fresca was such a hot commodity this summer. I'm not sure if any of you drink Fresca. Um, I'm sure it's all over the States as well as Canada, but literally there was like a, <laughs> there was like a global shortage of Fresca. And I, I literally, every time I go to buy it, cause it's really good in certain cocktails and stuff. And it was just not available. But now that summer's over, of course, the shelves are stocked. I was always stashed. Oh, and I forgot ice, but you know what? I don't really care cause I'm smoking hot right now. And uh, actually that means that ice would help. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so I've got my blue Gatorade mix and I've got my raspberry vodka and then my maraschino cherries. And my martini glass. Boop. And I also, can you believe it? I remembered a spoon to get the cherries out because that would have been fun. Also, I thought that I would use this little umbrella, this little palm tree actually, as a skewer for my cherries. I wanna know, I mean, not every martini is shaken on ice or is any martini shaken on ice? Like I know cocktails, there's certain cocktails that are, but are martinis? Cause I've, the martinis I've had, I guess, yeah, I've had chilled ones. Like a Cosmopolitan would be a chilled martini, but the dry martinis that are just like gin or vodka, they're not shaken on ice, are they? I don't know, I could be wrong, I have no idea. I know I may look like a cocktail connoisseur <laughs> or not, um, but I don't, there's things I don't know. A lot of things I don't know. And uh, a lot of you probably laugh in your chairs or wherever you are. <laughs> Imagine jogging and watching a podcast. Uh, anyway, so I'm gonna add two ounces of this. One, two, <laughs> hey, it's my show. All right, it's called a Nautini, all right? Do you think that good girls drink Nautinis? I don't think so. Um, and some blue Gatorade. Then maybe I'm gonna add like a little bit of juice from this. Oh, okay. This smell just time warped me to, it's gotta be like 10, I got uh, about 10 years old when I was around 10. And I don't know what it was, if it was like I had a drink with like abundant maraschino cherries as a kid and I just the flavor and the smell, it's such a unique smell. I mean, it's cherry, but it's like fake. Clearly this is not, this does not come from nature. So, oh my gosh, love it. So with my miniature spoon here, I'm going to <laughs> destroy my studio. I'm going to add to, would it be the Kitty Liquor podcast if I didn't make some sort of mess? Uh, three, three little teaspoons. Like I'd say that those were like half teaspoons of maraschino juice. Getting fancy, you know, you know me, I'm so fancy. Okay, now I actually, so I moved the position of my microphone in case you hadn't noticed and the back cord that goes in um, was kind of loose. And so I was going like, going in and out and it was cutting off and I was like what's going on like I can't film today and then I realized oh it's just the cord so if you're ever having technical difficulties check the cords all right okay so I'm just gonna shake this up see what comes out oh shit it's coming out but I'm prepared sorry this I'm doing this so stiffly because I gotta really hang on to this so when I mix a warmer cocktail this lid wants to fly off it's like immediately produces gases that want to blow the top off. There's some sort of chemical reaction happening in there I don't know about. Let's hope so. <laughs> Here we go. 
How do I do it? <laughs> All right. Uh, now let's add some cherries. Now I'm just debating whether I want to, I'm gonna just like free float them in there to see what happens first. One. Do. And three. Does it look kind of cute? Not really going for cute here. I'm actually just going for like, just a good tasting cocktail, you know what I mean? And then you can have fun trying to catch the cherries with your umbrella stick. Got one. That'll keep that anchored. <laughs> okay, let's try it. Quite lovely. Gatorade, whatever flavor the blue powder is, I believe it's probably gonna be called something like blue raspberry. Pairs quite well <laughs> with raspberry vodka and maraschino cherries. Jimothy, what do you think? <laughs> It'd be really funny to animate like a little face and then make it talk. Uh, one day I'll have the capability, you know, I watch a podcast called um, Take Your Shoes Off and it got, if I could remember the name of the host of that show, I can't remember, but they do a lot of like really cute animations and and speaking of that, actually, I am officially working with, I'm not going to say who, because I, like I said, I just have to keep it kind of private, but a very well-known team to create a brand new podcast intro, an animated, almost like a little cartoon intro um, of me, of course, and just some of the fun things we do on this podcast would be very recognizable. And I'm so excited. This is going to be a bit of a game changer for me. And why not? right? If I'm doing this, I'm giving her all the way. <laughs> Is that a saying in this in the US? Giving her? Uh, I think that might be a Canadian thing, but yeah. Okay. So the Nautini, it also could be considered as not a martini. So it's a Nautini. <laughs> what constitutes a martini actually? Anything in a martini glass? Okay. So getting into my week a little bit, I've been contacting a few different companies uh, about my orders that are delayed. And this is not a surprise to me, uh, nor will it be for you to hear because shipping has been so insanely delayed. And because of where I live, there was a lot of flooding near Vancouver and the highway basically was demolished, completely destroyed and is months out from being replaced. So there was a lot of delays there as well because a lot of my packages have to go all the way to Richmond first and then come back to me. So when this happened, cause there was a bit of an apocalypse here in Canada, um, I'm not sure if it traveled down down to the States, but we were out of power for three days and we were just basically hanging on by a thread, but we survived. Uh, but I knew I was like, oh crap, this is going to delay shipping even more. And uh, some of the things that I ordered for my high tier that I was so excited for, and I'll tell you what, a couple of them still may arrive on time. I'm just kind of like preparing myself to not include them in my 25 days of lingerie, which is happening on December 1st. In fact, by the time you're watching this, let's see here. Right, so this goes up on the 26th, if I have my shit together. <laughs> um, and which means that on the, let's see, 26, one, two, three, four. In five days, 25 days of lingerie is launching on Patreon and OnlyFans. Okay, so I'm structuring this differently. Patreon and OnlyFans are my membership websites, so you can go and get a ton of extra content for, well, OnlyFans is five bucks a month. And also Patreon starts at five bucks a month, but I've only ever done my high tiers on Patreon in the past. Uh, so you pledge a certain amount per month and you get 25 videos plus extra bonus videos. It's just, there's a ton of stuff over there. And then uh, this year, and then this year, but this year, so the way that it's always worked on Patreon is 25 days of lingerie disappears on the last day of the month. So every single video disappears. So you have all the way until the 31st to watch it. And then the videos get unpublished. So you can't, and the tier is unpublished. Uh, but the way I'm doing it this year is that will still be happening on Patreon as normal. Nothing will change, but I will also be offering every individual video on only fans 
and you will get to keep the video essentially. So it won't disappear on the 31st. So it's I've structured it a bit, a bit differently, but I'll make it more clear on both platforms just so that you're, there's no confusion. I know it sounds confusing the way I'm explaining it right now, but it is uh, gonna be quite simple. So this way it's just accessible to more people. A lot of people that follow me on OnlyFans won't follow me on Patreon. They don't like Patreon for whatever reason or the platform, or maybe it's just like the country they live in. Yeah, like credit card companies process their payments differently and so some some people from certain countries cannot pledge to me on Patreon and so and vice versa with OnlyFans. So it's kind of like you got to find the happy medium. Um, but anyway, so uh, down in the description box of this video, I will uh, attach my link tree uh, link, which has all of my links. So you can find me on OnlyFans Patreon. So you'll stay in the loop. And then there'll also be a little teaser that I'll post on YouTube uh, of the high tier. So you can kind of get a little glimpse and uh, decide if you want to participate. And it's like an advent calendar for grownups. <laughs> It's like you want to spend Christmas with me, then uh, participate in 25 days of lingerie. It's just so much fun. And I'd switch it up every year and I might even throw a stripper pole in there. <laughs> if everything works out, I know I said that I would definitely do it and I'm, I'm still planning on it, but it's just a little bit of extra work. And there's just like little naughty surprises and I just have so much fun with it. And also I'm going to be doing a giveaway, a massive giveaway on my OnlyFans and Patreon for 25 Days of Lingerie. So everybody that participates in the monthly subscription for it or buys the videos individually will be entered to win some pretty decent prizes. I'll be announcing that over there as well. So just stay tuned is all I'm saying. So <laughs> I got off on that tangent because I was talking about the stuff that won't arrive uh, that I planned on wearing for my high tier, just like a few really interesting shoes and accessories. Um, I'm still going to get a ton of stuff in time, but just the, that stuff was on pre-order and I didn't realize it when I ordered it and I got an email and I was like, no, but hey, Sometimes things are meant to be, and I'll just have to replace it with something else that might be a little even more naughty. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I think you know me well enough by now that you can just kind of expect anything to come out of my mouth. All right. Uh, also, okay. So I posted a photo on OnlyFans. It was a photo set. It was PPV. So if you go to my OnlyFans, you won't see this. You have to kind of receive it in your inbox. Uh, that's, I don't know. If you don't know how OnlyFans works, that's pretty much how I've structured it. You pay five bucks a month for a ton of content, but then I'll also send you little prezzies in your inbox. And of course I chat with you and all that fun stuff. But I posted a photo, two photos. It was a photo set of one of me standing kind of in a window and completely naked. <laughs> and then the other video or the other photo was of me kind of like leaning back and pulling up my underwear so you could kind of see some see some stuff <laughs> not, not some stuff but like through the underwear and I was trying to think what is it called like when you can see the the peach bump because that's what I would call it but I didn't want to say peach bump because sometimes like I call my peach a peach not my butt a peach <laughs> and a lot of people think, like associate the word peach with like a peach butt so I didn't want to use peach bump because I thought it'd be too confusing and so I was like what is it called? And I went on the Urban Dick, sorry, the Urban Thesaurus and the names that came up, that popped up for this was hilarious. So I thought that I would read some of these, <laughs> the names for kind of like the female area. Okay, so th this is, I gotta tell you, I laughed freaking hard and hopefully you will too. This is not, don't worry, Kitty Twisters is still around the corner here. I thought this would actually be a funny segment to kind of like figure out different words for, cause I also typed in the word penis and all the different options for that that popped up. I was like, I've never heard, I've never heard this before. So let me pull up this website. So it's just urban thesaurus. So you get a ton of different words, but it's like not a regular thesaurus, like words in the dictionary. This is stuff that's like, I don't know. How to describe it but all right <laughs> so i didn't type in peach bump i typed in vagina bump okay this is the word this is all i could think of like what else i don't know okay so <laughs> some of these are actually blurred out because they're so nasty and maybe I don't know if I should. Blurred words may contain swear words and profanity. To show blurred words, you must be over 18 years of age. Click OK if you're over 18. Otherwise, click cancel. OK. OK. <laughs> OK. So the first one for vagina bump is cooter. Uh, bearded clam. 
pink taco. Badunkadunk. And this, I thought, I've heard of like badunkadunk and that's like the ass. And I guess badunkadunk is the front. I don't know. The clunge? I might be saying really, really bad words here. I don't know. I've just never heard these. And I think that they're so funny. Let me just have one more sip here. Bajingo. My sister, my sister and I would laugh so hard if we had to read these to each other. And I'm dying to get her up here to be in my podcast because my setup is up here. My mics, like everything's kind of, so it's hard for me to go there. So I'm like, you gotta come up here for to be the first guest on my podcast and we'll read shit like this. <laughs> uh, Bajingo, that's a, <laughs> have you heard that? Foodie? P-H-U-D-I. A love box. <laughs> A butt bump? <laughs> what? Um, bump nasties? Let's see. A pum pum. <laughs> a thulu. Hmm? <laughs> a hair boner. <laughs> this is so good. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Sorry, I can't read that one. Sleeping policeman? I don't know about that one. A chariba? A chariba! Minge? A poo nanny? Okay. Hoot nanny? Ah, <laughs> oh, puss box. Maybe that's what I should have called it. Sugar walls. Hmm. Benoit. <laughs> Is that where Benoit balls comes from? I thought that's for your butt. Hmm. Okay, let's read just a few more. A whispering eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Vagina. so simple yet so hilarious <laughs> this is for you canadian gals out there beaver bumping all right is that what i'd be doing with, with my anyway schnitz <laughs> velvet lounge <laughs> whisker biscuit <laughs> okay okay Okay, I'm sorry. Some of you guys may be just disgusted, um, but there's so many. There's so many. I just, I can't. This sounds like if I were to name, if I was Mrs. Claus and I had to name my elves, this would, this would be where I would go. Oh my God. Okay, because listen to some of these. Giggle snuff. <laughs> Pee -pee tail. <laughs> but this is what I mean. If you want to you get one of those elves on the shelves, elf on the shelf, and you want to name it, this is where you got to go. Okay, one more. Bucket Fanny. <laughs> That's all you're getting. Oh my God, this is so funny. Okay, now then I typed in the word penis and this is what popped up. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> a pork sword, a botto, a wang. I mean, this is very UK. Let's see. A ramrod, an aardvark. <laughs> Berto, Foon, One-Eyed Willy, heard that one before. Beef Bullet, <laughs> Bacon Bazooka, <laughs> oh my god. I guess it just depends on the size, right? Sperm Worm, <laughs> Gurgle Snuff, Gurgle Snarf, <laughs> whoa. A Scrotum Totem, that's a good one. Cooch Cork, <laughs> oh my god. Mandingo. I like that one. Some of these are so dumb. A dumbstick. Third leg. Zipper sausage. All right. Sweeness. Middle wicket. <laughs> what? Some of these are like going to be more slangs used in other countries. Of course. Most of them. A waffle dolphin. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. That's that. Maybe okay, I'll read one more. Pinga. Okay, there you go. That was entertaining. Um, let me know if you have any other words that you'd like me to search up on the urban thesaurus because we could get really funny, fun, fun. We could get a lot of entertainment out of that. There's a lot of body parts of you funny. And then also like nicknames for certain actions. Hmm? <laughs> let me know your thoughts. So another thing I wanted to mention is that I am going to be doing a bunch of cocktails in December. Let me see how many episodes there will be in December. There will be one, two, three, five episodes, just like Halloween, because there are five Fridays in December, which is 
extra exciting because that means I have to choose one more cocktail. No, I actually have like some preliminary cocktails that I want to make for Christmas for the holidays where I will have all the ingredients and I will have actual plans to make the proper cocktail. So if you have any suggestions, then please let me know so that I can prepare. There's just so like Christmas time offers up such an, a plethora of flavors and memories and names and you know like a peppermint cocktail if you're into that uh, I think the only like minty cocktail I enjoy is a mojito but even sometimes that can be too minty there's like eggnog versions there's like mulled wine there's just it's endless you know what I really like is if you have a traditional suggestion like maybe something that's gone down for years in your family maybe your uncle used to make this or your opa or your grandparents or something that like strikes the holidays in you I'm definitely looking for stuff that's not just like you know red in color and <laughs> call it like and put like a little Santa hat garnish on there that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like because I found out that I have some Irish blood in me I'd like to kind of figure out a nice Irish cocktail like but for Christmas anyway so that would be really fun and then also for uh December I'm going to be doing Christmas themed pretty much everything not necessarily facts because that'll run out real quick but maybe jokes and that kind of thing so please email me um or comment down below but preferably email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. And one thing that I forgot to mention, maybe I maybe I didn't forget, maybe I forgot that I didn't forget. <laughs> but last year, last Christmas, because of everything that was going on, was a very different Christmas. And it was kind of up in the air with what was going to happen. And because I'm such a big planner, every year we've always gone to my aunt's place um, for Christmas. And, you know, my Oma has since passed. So this is going to be the first Christmas without both of my grandparents. Um, and you know, your grandparents kind of like are the glue that holds the family together in a lot of ways. And my aunt's always been so wonderful with hosting Christmas and dinners. And, and, um, last year was tough because of, like I said, everything that's going on, I can't even say the word, otherwise I'll get flagged. Um, but it just changed. It wasn't the same. And there was one channel that I watched on YouTube and I still watch very often. It's called the Chateau Diaries. And Stephanie is the host. She bought a chateau, I think 20 years ago in France. She's from the UK, but her mother is French. Anyways, she bought this chateau. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman, blonde, full of life, just like the the happiest, loveliest person ever. And uh, for Christmas, so anyway, the show was really about, they go room by room, they renovate it, they try to restore it back to its original beauty. You can watch the channel and at the very beginning, you'll see kind of like a history. There's always like the same intro, but explains what the show's about and who, who the people are that are there. And so I've gotten to know every one of the people that are in these videos, because there's a the whole family of them they're not not all related but you know like they kind of come in and become part of the show such a lovely show like if you want to know a little bit more about me and what makes me happy then this is a show for you to watch but it's on youtube it's called the chateau diaries i'll link it down below in the description box let me write that down before i forget link man i can type a lot faster than i can write i'll tell you that much <laughs> but last year she did a an advent calendar video so every day she posted a video on her channel leading up to Christmas so it was just something so f like I looked forward to so much and every day they were doing some sort of Christmas theme something whether it was they were all baking something in the kitchen or they were they had their own advent tree they get you know lots of gifts sent to them from their viewers so they would open gifts and it's just such a lovely show and the way that they've structured it is amazing and they're of course starting to grow and gain more followers all the time so go check them them out we're not affiliated anyway uh my dr dream one day is to visit Lalonde that's the name of the chateau and because uh, they run an Airbnb or not an Airbnb but like you could stay there as a guest and um and they throw dinners and I just you know it just it almost makes me emotional thinking about it because that life you know, where there's so many people around and there's always something happening in the kitchen and there's something happening over there. Like, it's almost like a great big family. I was raised in a big family and especially around the holidays or pretty much any excuse to get together. Like our family was always, can you hear me? <laughs> My family was always together. Uh, and it's just, 
evokes this feeling, you know, and if you never grew up with a big family and you've always wanted one, this is the show for you. I know you have been vlogging it so hard. Maybe one of you watching can send this segment to Lalonde, <laughs> to the Chateau Diaries, to Stephanie, um, because I don't think she realizes, you know, the impact that her her channel has and it's really affected me and I hope that it can maybe help some of you throughout the holidays if you're home you can't travel whatever's going on in your life it's just something to look forward to every single day and I don't even know to be honest if she's even doing it this year I haven't really seen or heard anything about it but hopefully they do and hopefully she's got time I know that Christmas is super special to Stephanie too so anyway I just thought I'd throw that out there <laughs> I'd love to one day travel to France and stay at Lalonde and uh yeah I'm just a huge fan Huge, huge fan and can't recommend it enough. So another thing, this is all Christmas related, but this has to kind of be done sooner than later. So I'm going to bring it up now. But for the last five years, I've done like adopt a family for Christmas. And um, last year I had a family of uh, five children. So the mom, dad and five children. You're not told, of course, who they are, but you know the ages and some of the interests that the kids have. So this is for like families that can't afford to buy their children gifts or each other or themselves, you know, so it's a super important program. It's not available, I think, under the same name, adopt a family. It's maybe called something else in your town, but generally I think every town has something like this. I had so much fun shopping for these kids. They ranged in age from like four, seven, nine, 12, and 15 or something. And then I got thinking, well, it's quite easy to buy for the younger kids because they're, you know, trending toys. And But the 12 and the 15-year-old, they're not necessarily playing with toys. So um, I got them gift cards and, oh my God, I'm going to try not to cry. But this is, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I won't, <laughs> but I gave a couple gift cards to a, a couple of these kids, um, and a bunch of others, in fact, because I wound up thinking, well, it was so hard for me to try to decide what to buy for these, these two older kids. Cause like, what are they into? You know, their favorite color is blue and they're like, they didn't really give me any indication as to what they would like, um, or what they're really into besides maybe a computer game or like gaming or something. But like, what are you going to open for Christmas? Like, you know, so I thought I'll get them gift cards to a couple local stores will also support local. And then I thought, well, I could also donate a bunch of like gift cards for like the older kids that are from age 12 to 17. And that this way they can go and buy something for themselves. You're not giving them cash necessarily, but you know, something that they can take with them and go pick out what they want. But the feedback that I got from the store owners, <laughs> I look like an emotional mess. Um, how excited these kids were to have like money to spend and pick something out that they wanted. Basically, if you're unsure, if you don't know what to donate and you don't know how, gift cards are a great way to, you know, it's not the best thing. It's not the biggest thing to open. You know, when you're little, it's like the size of the gift is what matters most. But, you know, it's tough to think about, oh, I'm going to donate a bunch of toys for Christmas, you know, but don't forget about the kids that aren't really into playing with Barbies or other toys. You know what I mean? So I just thought, anyway, I just thought I'd mention that the gift cards are a really, really nice idea. Last year, on top of the family that I adopted, I, I did 10 um, gift cards for like 10 teenage boys and 10 teenage girls for a significant amount. And they were able to go and maybe buy some new clothes for the year or, you know, that hoodie that they their friends wear that they can't afford and that kind of thing. So, and it doesn't have to be a lot of money. I mean, I splurged. <laughs> I splurged. But uh, yeah, so... It's just an idea. So, you know, to spread the love, spread the spirit of Christmas. And you know, if you don't have a family and that kind of thing, then it could be just a little bit of a, a nice avenue to take. And I remain anonymous, so I don't need any recognition for my donations. And it's better for me that way because I'm such an emotional wreck when it comes to that kind of thing <laughs> that I'd be like, oh, you know, like if people showed up and be like, thank you so much. I'd be like, oh, you know, it's just like a weird thing that I have. It's like a I don't know what kind of childhood drama I have where I can't hold it together, but um, yeah. So that's a tangent and a half, but um, I'll be doing that again this year. Well, we're so far into this and I haven't even done any of my usual segments like kitty twisters or cat facts. So that's why it's time now for cat facts. So these are facts that I found online. 
Are they true? I don't freaking know. <laughs> I'm just feeding you bullshit here, okay? <laughs> but you, that's how you have to look at it. Because if you're really curious about these, you have to look them up yourself. I'll do my best to relay the most genuine sounding content. <laughs> um, but like I said, do your own research. Uh, okay, so lobsters are not biologically immortal, but they do produce an enzyme that repairs their cells and helps their DNA to replicate indefinitely. That's where the myth comes from. So the myth must be that that lobsters are, are immortal. I wonder how long they can live and if it's just a matter of time before they get eaten by something else. Like if they were in a in like the right environment for long enough, how long would they live? And maybe that's that research has been done. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm curious. Okay, the deepest freshwater lake in the world is Lake Baikal, located in Siberia. It plunges to a whopping depth of 5,315 feet. That's 1,620 meters. Whoa, <laughs> it says that. <laughs> That's insane. That's crazy. And you wonder, like, you know how the depths of the ocean are so, there's so much mystery down there and it's so unexplored. Like, we only have capability to, like, peek around the corner here and there. In the future, maybe we'll have better robots to get down there and, like, explore more. But what about freshwater? Like, super deep freshwater. What's down there? And because it's in Siberia, it's probably freaking freezing water. Just assuming. This is interesting. I didn't know this. If you think about a pineapple, how long do you think it takes to grow a pineapple? Like from seed to finish. I didn't know that it took a long time, but I thought, well, do pineapples grow on trees? <laughs> how do pineapples grow? Uh, but essentially it's kind of like a big, like spiky plant that grows out of it. When I was in Hawaii, I saw that. I was like, what are these things? And it's like, oh, pineapple, every single plant, which is this massive, like tropical looking, like spiky, almost like if aloe vera, was huge, which I think sometimes it can be, but, and then, it, but each plant grew one pineapple. And I was like, oh, two years. That's how long from start to finish it takes to grow a pineapple. So I'm like, every time that I bought a pineapple and let it go to waste because I never wind up cutting it up and it gets shrivelly and dried and then you try to salvage it, but you can't. I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> I don't know why like the length of time it takes to grow something makes it more special because I mean, you know, a pea pod is special too. But um, two years, like a lot of sun and energy and water and time went into that. So the next time you see a pineapple on the shelf, just know it started out at least two years ago. Like that's wild. Okay, so acacia trees in Africa communicate with each other. They emit gases to alert other trees to produce the toxin tannin, which protects them from hungry animals. So like one tree over there detects an animal and releases this tannin, wait, and communicates with the other to emit tannin. Okay, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done like some research on like psilocybin and like different trees and how tree roots are connected and how they communicate with each other so that's not surprising to me but they release a gas or they emit a gas what's the difference i don't know hmm. interesting okay armadillos are bulletproof oh, hold on i gotta take this this is a prank call by the way hello it's it comes it shows up as like national defense and it's like you have committed a crime, blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes it will call me locally from like numbers in town. I don't know what the hell the point is, but keep on trying, bitches. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, armadillos are bulletproof. So it says here, this is not an invitation to test the fact, but I could see that their skin is like this thick and um, probably made in such a way that made grows in such a way that it's can, I'm sure it depends on the bullet though. <laughs> Because I got an elephant gun and I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know how bulletproof that will be. Niagara Falls never freezes. Would you think of that, huh? Each limestone slash granite block that makes up the Great Pyramid, Pyramid of Giza weighs 2.5 tons. And there are 2.3 million of them. Yes, you heard that correctly. It says here you read that correctly, but I, I changed the uh, the national flag with the most colors in it is Belize with 12. The first handheld mobile phone call was made on April 3rd, 1973 in New York City. <laughs> okay. Buzz Aldrin, the second man to ever step on the moon in 1969, actually peed himself while walking on the surface, apparently. Now, was that from fear or was that a gravity thing? Was he like, I kind of feel like I have to pee right now, but... 
because there's less gravity, will it come out? And he was like, yep. <laughs> in ancient Egypt, in, <laughs> ancient Egypt, in ancient Egypt, the word for cat was actually pronounced mew or meow. I guess it makes sense. You kind of call it what it says, you know, like, I guess horses aren't called nays. <laughs> the Anglo-Zanzibar War in 1896 was the shortest war ever lasting just 38 minutes sounds like a good war to me excuse me no war is good war i take that back in 2019 scientists discovered the world's oldest known work of art on an indonesian island called sulawesi it was created 44,000 years ago so the world's oldest known work of art so was it i would assume it's some sort of carving not like Obviously not a painting. That's that's kind of silly to guess. But I would assume carving, not necessarily like a mural of some type. <clears throat> I don't know. The name Sandwich comes from an 18th century aristocrat called the Fourth Earl of Sandwich. 9,310 tweets are sent out every second. Whoa. Salvatore Mundi by Leonardo da Vinci is the most expensive painting in the world, valued at $450.3 million. So that is a hefty price. And I would assume that it better be that it's locked up like crazy because I feel like that is the plot for some kind of movie. <laughs> Them trying to steal this painting. But how would you ever sell it? That's what I don't get a lot of times is like people go and steal these precious diamonds and unless it's for somebody who wants it to sit in their collection and they'll keep it quiet how are they going to sell it they it's been flagged as being stolen so how the hell do you even like get rid of this shit okay time to relive some of my childhood did you know that i can chop tie a cherry string with my tongue okay wait <laughs> i can take a cherry stem and tie it into a knot with my tongue there is a special technique but it took me probably like 50 tries before i actually did it and then i was like oh this is how you do it easy please like this video if you want to see me tie a cherry stem with my tongue okay so the most visited country on the planet is dot 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 take a guess right now the most visited country on the planet the answer is France. With 90 million visitors, according to the figures from the UNWTO in 2018. Uh, who's at number two? Spain. Okay. 92% of the world's currency is digital. Digital. <laughs> is digital. <laughs> so this doesn't surprise me, but it kind of does at the same time. Uh, Avengers Endgame is the top grossing film of all time making over $2.7 billion. Is that net or gross? And who the hell gets it? <laughs> oh yeah, this, this is weird. Scientists say that tears tell you the reason for someone crying. If the first drop comes from the right eye, it's tears of joy. Otherwise, it's because of pain. That is like a weird... So does, does that affect like left-handed people differently? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's strange to me. To think that that's actually a thing. Marie Curie was the first person ever to win two Nobel Prizes. One for physics in 1903 and the other for chemistry in 1911 for her work on radioactivity. <laughs> King Henry VIII of England had servants called grooms of stool who wiped him clean after he visited the toilet. Gross. <laughs> All right. That concludes Cat Facts. So because we're, <laughs> we're running so late, um, I did actually wind up finding some pretty funny jokes. Some of them are maybe cheesy, but I feel like that's just kind of the category of a lot of jokes. Whether they're you laugh or not, it's up to you. But if you're by yourself in your car, then I want you to... Um... Wow, that was almost a reason to laugh right there. <laughs> Spill my cocktail. So now it's time for a segment that I like to call... Kitty Twisters. My new phone does not recognize my face. B 
because I did my face ID with no makeup on. And when I wear makeup like this, it doesn't recognize my face. <laughs> That's sad. Me. What's the Wi-Fi password? Bartender. You need to buy a drink first. Me. Okay. I'll have a Coke. The bartender. $3. Me. There you go. So what's the Wi-Fi password? Bartender. You need to buy a drink first. No spaces. All lowercase. <laughs> Ooh, that tactic. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't work? A stick. Not that funny. <laughs> what do you call a guy that's had too much to drink? A cab. <laughs> a broke guy walks past a pub. He looks at the door longingly. But since he has no money, he walks on. Just then, he spots a lamp lying in the gutter. He picks it up and rubs it. And a genie emerges. I will grant you three wishes, intones the genie. Give me a bottomless glass of beer, the guy says. A mug of beer appears in his hand. He takes a sip, and then another, and with each chug, the mug refills magically. And for your other two wishes? Between swallows, the lucky guy shouts, Give me two more, just like this one! <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Unless he was thinking about his friends, or his family. Uh, these are all like bar jokes, by the way. A guy walks in a bar, drinking beer. He would finish his beer, pull out his wallet, and look at a picture of his wife. Oh, sorry, guy was in a bar drinking beer. <laughs> he finishes his beer, pulls out his wallet, and looks at his picture a picture of his wife. He'd order another beer, take out his wallet, and look at a picture of his wife. He did this several times. Finally, the bartender asks, Why, after you finish a beer, you take out your wallet and look at a picture of your wife? The guy says, As soon as she starts looking better to me, I go home. <laughs> oh. I feel like I botched the delivery on that one. The thirsty weasel. <laughs> one day, a 14-year-old weasel went down to the local dance hall. The bartender took one look at him and says, you're underaged, I can't serve you beer. The weasel asks, well, what can I have? The bartender replies, I have bottled water, juice, energy drinks, and pop. Pop, goes the weasel. <laughs> okay, this one is funny. Poor old fool thought the well-dressed gentleman as he watched an old man fish in a puddle outside of a pub. So he invited the old man inside for a drink. As they sipped their whiskeys, the gentleman thought he'd humor the old man and asked, So, how many have you caught today? The old man replied, You're the eighth. <laughs> I love it. An amnesiac walks into a bar. This is somebody who has constant amnesia, I'm assuming. He goes up to the beautiful blonde and says, So, do I come here often? <laughs> A panda walks into a bar and gobbles some beer nuts. Then he pulls out a gun, fires it into the air, and heads for the door. Hey! shouts the bartender, but the panda yells back, I'm a panda! Google me! Sure enough, panda. A tree-climbing mammal with distinct black and white coloring. Eats, shoots, and leaves. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Two men walk into a bar. You'd think at least one of them would have ducked. The past, present, and future walk into a bar. It was tense. <laughs> and last one, I think I read this one before, but I'll just read it because I happened to screenshot it as well. So there was this dyslexic guy who walked into a bra. <laughs> that concludes Kitty Twisters. Well, everyone, <laughs> I have to say that I've been doing this four-day-a-week uh, rigorous. That's the word exercise regimen. At the end of every day, I'm exhausted, but I feel very accomplished and I sleep like a baby. And also my mood, and I'm always in a pretty good mood, but I just have this different, I guess I'm proud of myself. <laughs> so I really just feel better in the day. So I'd like get more done. It's sort of like a, a snowball, but like a good things. It's not like a bad thing, bad things. Cause usually like a snowball effect is like you associate it with something bad and it just gets out of control. For me, it's like a snowball rolling uphill. It's hard work, but it grows and makes things better. And I feel better and uh, highly recommend a good um, exercise regimen. I was watching a Joe Rogan podcast and they were talking about, he was talking to, I don't know who this was. This was like a Joe Rogan clip uh, about just cardiovascular fitness and uh longevity of life and how it really can improve your life drastically just to have some sort of cardio fitness and I know the thought of exercise is like so beyond a possibility for so many people the thought of just 
doing anything more than they're already doing. And there's a lot of people with depression and that exercise is just, they just don't have it in them. But if you're somebody that can find it in you to get a little bit of exercise, even if you just do squats on the spot, like anything, even if it's 10, it's still something that you're doing. And it also is like, well, I did 10 squats yesterday. Okay, maybe I can do 11 today. You know, like it kind of builds that snowball that I'm talking about where you have a little bit behind you and it builds your future. <laughs> I sound like such an idiot. But what I'm trying to say is any little bit helps. And um, sometimes that little bit can turn into a big bit. And why not? Just give her. I know I sound like a freaking motivational speaker. I've cried three times. Um, what a disaster. <laughs> uh, but I mean well. And... Um, Anybody can do it. And I mean anybody. Okay? Think about your future self. Think about yourself 20 years from now and what your future self would be telling you right now. Okay? So I'm going to link the recipe for this incredible cocktail that I just made for you. The link to the Chateau Diaries so that you can kind of follow along and uh, just see one of my future dreams to travel there and uh, just kind of get a bit of a sense of what gives me light in my day. And um, I, yeah, I just love the show and can't recommend it enough. So link that as well and email me cocktail ideas, jokes, stories, even like a little video joke or something that I can post at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com and um, like this video. If you are watching this video, like, subscribe if you have not already. And if you are listening to this podcast, I have a video version on YouTube uh, where you can see my outfits, my cocktails, my ridiculous mess making skills. And yeah, I, it's, I highly recommend it. And of course, if you're watching, then I've got audio versions everywhere. So if you're driving and you don't want to stream the video version, then you can go ahead and download my podcasts as well. All right, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and spending this time with me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast. But I also have regular content on YouTube as well, where I do try on videos and all sorts of fun stuff. I also got my OnlyFans and Patreon, and those will be linked down below. December is going to be a extravaganza of content. And I'm so excited to spend the holidays with you. So uh, check out my links and uh, it'll actually be under a link tree like so just one link will have all my links you know what i mean just easier for both of us um thank you guys so much for tuning in and i'll see you in my next video